Hi, it's me again. Um, just wanted to say this before like everything that's going to be mentioned soon that there was a lot of technical difficulties. There were moments where it seemed like Zach and I were talking over each other. And that was not the case. I'm just not there yet in my YouTube university training of how to fix that. I spent very long <laughs> trying to fix this. But I'm just like, you know what? We're just gonna salvage what we have because I do think that this was a good episode. So yeah, I feel like I should say that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. The weather's actually pretty nice out. It's been pretty cold. That's what's um, Yes, uh, so if you hear any outside noises, you could just disregard it because outside currently is my studio. So okay. we out here. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Right. The content still gonna come out though, so that that's what matters most. Yeah, so let me do my little introduction and then you can introduce yourself, include your pronouns, and I guess you can say how you know me. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, yeah. this is Seneca Village. Um, my name's Christine, my pronouns are she and her. And today we have a guest. And this is the first guest that I don't know personally. So this should be interesting. This is the first time me really having an actual live conversation. So, you can take it away. Hello, uh, my name is Zachary Francois. My pronouns are he, they. Uh, I know Christine from my friend, our mutual friend, Vanessa. And today we decided to link up and talk. So, me and Zachary. Do you have like, do, do you prefer Zachary or Zach? Or uh, either you? or, I'm, I'm comfortable with uh, whatever you is easy or for people. Uh, I prefer using people's full government names. Oh, like, yeah. I, don't let people, I don't let people give me nicknames. I'm like, my name's Christine. It's nine letters. It's not hard to say. Gotcha. Like, I hate when people call me Christina, actually, unless they speak Spanish or Italian, and that's like my name in their native tongue. Yeah. But if you call me Christina and there's no A, and I told you it was Christine, we're going to have a lot of bit of problems. Yeah. Because I didn't say that. Like, that's not my name. That's disrespect right there. When I was in ninth grade, I had a teacher who called me Christina and he was trying to like reprimand me and I was like, I'm guessing you can't read because there's oh. no A. Oh, not be going off on the teacher. <laughs> hey, sometimes it needs to be done. Like, sometimes it needs to be done so they learn that you're not the one to play with. Like, I'm, I'm really not the one to play with. Like, people are surprised when I actually like say something to the teacher. I'm like, what the hell wrong with y'all? Y'all, you gonna let them talk to you in any old kind of way just because they're up there teaching you. Yeah, I really think that sets the pace for future relationships too because like usually when teachers don't say your name correctly, you never correct them and then you just go on like for the rest of your life not correcting anyone because you're uncomfortable with it. Well, I posted on my Instagram story a screenshot from a TikTok that, I, that showed up on my Twitter and it said, the closed caption says, black men, you are not as special as your trauma has tricked you into believing. You are weak, it's pathetic. The colorism that we have to deal with in the community is the colorism that you enforce. Zachary and I started having a nice little conversation about it. I just, Zachary, 
You want to start? Yeah, hold on. I'm going to read what I started, like, just to preface what I said. Okay, good. So, yeah, it says, Black men, you are not as special as your traumas have tricked you into believing. And I fully believe this because I said a lot of Black men think that if you go to therapy, it's like you're weak or you can't handle your own issues by yourself or you can't do this and that. It's a waste of money. Well, I have to start by saying when I was one of those men who thought therapy was useless for a long, long, long period of time. With that being said, as soon as I started going, I'm like, wow, like, uh, and I'm, and I'm going to be completely open about this. Uh, I have a sliding scale therapist, so I only pay like 50 bucks a session. So it works gotcha. perfectly for me. And I'm just like, $50 can get you so much more help and range on your situations and how to navigate relationships easier, how to, you know, just how to move better in the world. And I just think it's crazy that, you know, we say men are weak for black men especially are weak for doing this this and that but and same thing we were saying in the dms it's like dudes will buy a 400 hoodie and flex for their homeboys but they won't go and get help to have better relationships with not only the women in their life but the dudes in their life to hold each other accountable exactly because i've said this and i'm gonna I'm keep on saying it misogyny and patriarchy run deep y'all niggas got each other it's not my job to be mothering and being a healing center for hurt broken and confused men that is above me and in the words of james Baldwin, i release that problem back onto you because that ain't got shit to do with me very much so like you know and i was thinking because i was in the shower thinking i was like oh what am i gonna say because i don't think i have the not no shower thoughts yeah no the shower thoughts are hitting a little bit different today but i really like and this is this should this shouldn't have to be something that's said but apparently it does you know men especially black men y'all need to understand that intercommunity violence patriarchy and racism are all linked to each other like you need to put in the work you can't can't expect to and this is a, with an article i read sorry I, I don't have all the sources but i read an article that's like, it's all good. um that when black men are getting killed by the police they expect everybody to rally behind them but uh as soon as uh in the community when women talk about you know sexism uh assault and all these other things it's just crickets and we don't rally behind them and it's just like do y'all not understand that when these women and uh marginalized gender speak it's because we're the ones inflicting that harm onto them. Like just because we're oppressed by the police and the white man and this and that doesn't mean you could in turn oppress your own community. That's why a lot of and a, a lot of people need to look into intercommunity violence because it's very much alive and real and the root of many of our problems in the black community. And quite frankly, like I mentioned in my second episode, the lottery, a lot of black men are looking for their rights to fuck white women. Loving the Virginia passed in 1967. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like you go do whatever you want like i don't i don't necessarily care mm -hmm. and it's also this idea to where as i mentioned in my second episode as well y'all should go listen to that because i'm not going to sit here and parrot the whole episode i do go into detail of like how when it comes to black women especially like black men are essentially like our first bullies yep. and it's normally like black men who try to pull this, oh, well, you're always trying to make it about this. Like we're black at the end of the day. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm not saying that we not, mm -hmm. but I, what I'm also saying is that, you know, the civil rights movement was because of black women. Yep. Black men thought that they were doing all that in the bag of chips because they were in suits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, no, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, honestly, I can't take a nigga in a suit seriously if you gonna sit here preaching this black this, black that. Yeah. But then when you mention, you know, the misogyny that black women have to face, the misogyny noir that they have to face, it's all like, see, y'all trying to be divisive. I'm like, Correct. 
if me pointing out you treated me like shit is divisive, then I, it's safe to say that you definitely don't give a shit about me. And it's just transactional. Yeah, it's uh, uh, to piggyback on what you were saying about how uh, especially black men think white women are a rite of passage for black men. Like, I had this conversation with a friend earlier, black friend. I was saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with that in turn. And I'm not like trying to guard any black men or anything like that. But, you know, it's the fact that when, like, I'm sure you've seen that video on Twitter where the, the girl asked the, the black boys, because I'm going to call them what they are, about how they feel yeah. about white and black women. And it's the fact that it's like, nobody has a problem with them liking white women. It's the fact that they disrespect black women in the process of defending why they like white women. And I'd like to think that these white women are probably ugly because even on like a uh, inter-community level, like I'm not dark skin mm -hmm. and I'm not like light, bright, high yellow. Yeah. Like I like to say that I'm a paper bag black, <laughs> you know? Paper bag first. <laughs> a paper bag black that is like that makes up with the sun yeah. like every day because i'm very sun kissed mm -hmm. thanks for being from florida but like i've had men come up to me saying "Ooh, you're you're, you're the perfect skin tone i'm like does that mean that i'm ugly because you gotta disrespect someone else to make me feel like all oh, great so now compare me to somebody that i don't even fucking know or let alone disrespect someone to make me feel better yeah because that's not sense. The lack of critical thinking for men, especially me too, because again, like I'm not absolved from anything. I, I, and this is the same thing I said in the DMs. I thought at one point I was the exception, but like those are the most dangerous people because they think they can do no wrong because they're the exception of all the other men who like are just out and blatant about it. You know, it's, it's, it's just wild how, I, I don't have a lot of guy friends, I'm gonna say that. It's it, hearing all the things my uh, women friends tell me about men is just truly just amazing. Cause it's like, if they could hold each other accountable like that and it's all easy and breezy, it's like, what is stopping us from doing the same thing or having these critical conversations? Like it shouldn't- It's because like I mentioned in the DM, mm -hmm. it's like the endangerment of like their manhood. That feels like their manhood's gonna be like pressured and it's not like, oh, like, so what? Fuck these bitches that are like, all right, see, this is the outside shit I was talking about. Yeah, that was like cool. this, this some Philly That's shit. <laughs> but like, I think like you know, from what I understand, because like from my perspective, like I was raised by a man, a very dumb, light-skinned man, from the ages of eight to eighteen. <laughs> so I have like a decade of dumb nigga knowledge. Yeah. So it's like y'all niggas can't fool me as much as you think yeah. you do. Like. I'm already hip to it because I live with it. But even still, like, I'm not a man. So obviously I can't, you know, like really live the life or whatever that men mm -hmm. do. But it's like, I see the dumb shit that men do. I'm just like, do y'all not talk to each no, other? They, like, y'all just don't talk. True, like, y'all don't, don't be talking about nothing. Like, is sports the only thing that, that go through your mm -hmm. mind? And fucking light-skinned bitches? Yeah. Like, is, is that the only thing that you give a shit about? Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd like to know, but like I said earlier, it's not my responsibility to heal or fix any broken or confused At men. And, and like recently, I went on a date with this guy who was so wrapped up in being such a good guy. Mm. I'm like, you think I'm a applaud fish for swimming? Are you shitting yeah. me? Like, no, yeah. like I don't applaud fish for swimming. Mm. Like, oh, just because you're not out here being a dickhead, I'm supposed to be swooning over you and giving you the world. I'm like, no. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, you know, that's the whole thing with the exception. Guys think because we're nice to a woman that they need to give us this, this, and then some. But, you know, 
there's nothing wrong with the transaction of a relationship but like right off the bat like that is quite just out of pocket uh, actually funny thing i was thinking to i asked my friend i opened the door for her and i was like do you ever think that opening the door like men opening the door for women was just a way to look at them when they walk in hmm. i like that really just like threw threw me in a spiral i was like wait a minute yeah see 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 like i was like wait a minute wait a minute i was shook i mean i definitely wouldn't i wouldn't like, put it past dispute that claim yeah. at all for real for real but it's like because are you from the south uh, mm, mm, kind no actually i was born in illinois so not really i mean were you raised uh with that was the south be considered florida as well it's below the mason dixon line but um, yes florida is the most southern state i'm trash with geography so forgive me so if someone asked you if you were southern would you agree uh that? yeah because i live in georgia now so yeah i think like in the southern mindset because you know people in the south are just you know they're hospitable so it's like to me uh, like you know southern that whole southern bell you know type thing going on like i i think it was more like i guess you could say quote unquote gentlemanly it's like you know open the door and whatever because that's the way that i think mm -hmm. that. i never thought about it i mean like i said i'm not completely like you know turned off to that exactly. idea but i never thought about it in the sense of like hmm, you did this to look at yeah me. to essentially circle back to the point of therapy I have the question that I was going to ask was um, why was it you don't you don't have to necessarily answer this if you don't feel comfortable and you don't have to share any personal information that you don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. sharing. Um, so why did you feel as though that therapy was unnecessary or you didn't need? Well, back then when I didn't really have the resources and you know the community around me i i re really thought like therapy was for those who were literally like mentally ill couldn't handle themselves, like literally mm -hmm. couldn't function and you know well yeah like i just thought it was for people who were ill and i was like oh i'm not ill i'm just doing this 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 on my own stuff this and that i don't need a doctor i don't need to hear this and that and that's truly where the problem lies that many people don't do the research to find out what it is these services are and what they provide for people and how they can help people uh, so, you know, I'm just gonna be out with it because I, I really don't mind being wrong at all. I mean, everybody's wrong at one point or another. Like I was just being ignorant and spewing ignorant speech to others because I didn't put the work in to figure out what it meant to me and what it could do for me. So I learned about BetterHelp and like BetterHelp, you essentially can like pick your own therapist. Like you can pick the age group, the sexual orientation, like the race the things that they specialize in and everything like that. So I really built me a little therapist. I was like, mm, one nice little black lady, you know, between like 35 or 40, not too old or whatever, whatever. Um, you can choose if you want them to like, you know, tie like religious faith into like the practice, which is also really cool. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily entirely sure like what to pick as yeah. far as specialty, but I chose like the things that I thought were like, you know, that I needed to, you know, get off my chest and talk about like anxiety Absolutely. and everything like that. And I got me a therapist and like BetterHelp has like financial aid. They don't take health insurance, but like their stuff is pretty relatively like discounted and really like affordable via like um, telecommunication. So like via like video, like you could do like, um, like texting yeah. in a sense, it's in like a secure chat box and whatever. So I've been talking to her, my, my therapist for, 
I guess you could say like on and off because you know a nigga be broke um, since since like my freshman year of college and I managed to get another therapist like during COVID because I really needed to talk to someone and nigga was broke and my reparations i.e. unemployment wasn't coming through everything like that and I can say for a fact all the, the two therapists that I've had they have been like, wow, you really have done a lot of work for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, my therapists have to sit there and think about what the what the hell to say to me because it's like, damn, like she she really got it. Like she really, 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 really got it. Like she she got it in like the respects of like I guess you could say like the self awareness that comes with like knowing like, hey, real dangerous, real you dangerous know? once you get to that level. But like, I'm not a religious person yeah. in any respect. So, like, you have people, especially religious people, especially in the South, they're just like, you don't need to talk to someone. You can just oh pray about Oh, my God. I actually hate hearing that shit. Seriously. But prayer without action means absolutely nothing. And that, are, that those are words coming from my friends oh, who are nah. pastors. Oh, no. Nah. So I appreciate them with them, like, saying, like, prayer means nothing without you doing action. Like, yeah, you can pray about it, but you should get your ass up and rise like a weed Basically. and go talk to somebody. And, you know, not to, like, knock the church or anything like that, but let's be real. What can a, you know, a priest or a pope or whatever who doesn't have sex, doesn't interact with, like, the, the, the actual, like, living, I don't want to say the living world, but, like, is caught up in what's happening yeah. in the now, knows what's going on, to where how can you, how can you effectively help me? Like, yeah, you can give me guidance and, like, give me scripture and everything, but how can you effectively help me right now in the now? It's yeah. not your job. Like, it's not your specialty, not to knock your whatever, but, you know, they do have therapists that tie in their faith as well as medicine that they spent a lot of money to, you know, learn about. So to me, whenever I hear and I have heard it, pray about it. Oh, okay. But, like, I'm kind of suffering. Yeah, like, right, right I now. need, you know, I need so right like, now, right now, help. Like, like you know, I need like a nice little mental hug right now. Like, I'm, I need me as a hug. I need, I need to like cry and everything. But I think when it comes to like a therapist, at least for me and my respect, I'm not necessarily like a revert, like a mm. reserved person. And I think me being like very expressive and everything like that, it, it it wasn't necessarily hard for me to get like therapy or anything like that. Not to say like, you know, I did have and carry a little bit of like the same things that you said, where it's just like, oh, I thought it was people who, you know, who need it like yeah. right, right now. But like, I'm just like, wait, why am I like not prioritizing myself? Like not to say, you know, I'm taking a therapist away from someone who needs it, but like I need it too the things that I've endured and everything like that like that's still important and I still need to unpack that so I can be okay so I can have like better relationships because like I moved around a lot like when I say a lot like I've been to 17 schools before before I turned 18 you know this idea of you know black people thinking oh you know we gonna use the white man religion to help us with our problems that were created by the white man oh that don't mm, Hmm, I don't I don't know if you can use the same tools that we use to oppress you in order to heal you if I'm keeping it the buck 50. However, if you have, you know, a nice way to like navigate and, you know, go about your life and find a way to easily navigate and go about your life, I yeah. think you should definitely do that. 
And I learned about Therapy for Black Girls. Yes, I've been to listen to that podcast every single day. I was sitting there listening to Dr. Joy with the nice, she's from, uh, she's from Louisiana. She got a nice, like, you know, little Southern accent, very nice, calm, soothing voice. And obviously it's centered around, you know, Therapy for Black Girls and Black Women. I think she has like a couple men that come on and talk about like men, but I'm just like, oh. I mean that's very much important and I've even sent like those episodes to like my male friends and even like my brother but like they now have therapy for black men and they have like a, a therapist directory to where you can find therapists within like your network that accept insurance that you know to where you can essentially pick your therapist so I think in the age of social media and information and like just just in general like now I don't think there's virtually any excuse as to why you don't want to take that step to try to Truly help yourself. And honestly, I'm not going to knock the people because sometimes it's hard and it really is hard to accept the help, but mm-hmm. the work's not going to do itself. And you need that that right. trained that trained perspective to, you know, pinpoint what it is exactly that needs to be worked on cuz like, you know, before I thought you could just talk to all my, I could talk to all my friends and, you know, get some ideas on what I could do to do better, but they're not going to have answers because they're not trained to they're human just as i am they have problems just like i am and and shit they're your age too so yeah y'all just work here is what i say like i really just work here i don't make the rules i really just work here (laughs) but i think when it comes to just black men in general like obviously i can't speak for them and in instances when i do i speak from a place of like experience because how's that you can talk to all of your your friends your woman friends and ask them about like and they share like their experience Mm -hmm. about like dating and stuff like that and they're different excuse me they're different people they have different experiences different expectations but all of their experience like it kind of overlaps in some way shape or form and like it then goes back to this idea of manhood of like what the fuck even is it doesn't exist like like, to me i've been seriously considering it what it even means to be a man and truly we have it all fucked up because you know i asked my friends about patriarchy and stuff like that to get their insight on like the men that they come in contact with and it's truly just it's just bizarre and this is just this is just me speaking like abstractly now it doesn't exist like we a lot of men really were just like told that this is what it is to be a man and just blindly followed it me included and it's just so dumb that we're really letting something that doesn't truly like i mean it's there obviously but it doesn't exist like it's not like it can enforce you being a man you know what i mean like if if that makes sense it definitely makes sense i do think i think when it comes to like you know manhood and manliness in my mind due to the trauma and the things that i've experienced in my mind like i identify as a bisexual woman so it's like to me my friend she has this running joke saying oh this is when i first got with my first boyfriend ever in my life when i was 18 years old freshman in college and everything like that she was like "Mm, christine i'm gonna think you're gonna marry a woman and i was like huh keep in mind i haven't had any sexual experiences as far as like mm-hmm. kissing and whatever with the woman so i'm just like yeah huh? it's perfect now after every man that i probably mm-hmm. interacted with the idea of men is low-key expiring i don't you were really <laughs> truly and honestly ain't shit like the people who try to defend themselves and say they are shit it's like stop okay like when's the lying gonna stop like <laughs> yeah, like. Oh, you want a cookie? 
like, yeah, like I think it's funny when men try to defend themselves when a woman speaks up about something. It's like, do you not even realize the amount of like free teaching that you're getting and you're still choosing to just argue your position? Men really wake up like, again, I'm not absolved from any of this. So I know people are like, oh, well, he he's a man. No, I hear y'all. I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I hear you. Know. y'all. With that being said, we really cho- woke up and chose violence, which is truly just like amazing to me that not even and a lot of men walk around don't even think about the past shit they've done they it's sure really do. crazy they sure don't. like when they you start like, realizing why? things like when i go to therapy i start realizing things and it's just crazy because it's like how is it that i get i like i guess it's like this we don't have to walk around with any challenges so therefore we don't need to think about our actions like that nope. so it's just it's crazy because it's like and then the thing is other men don't talk to each other like this and whenever uh, i'm not gonna air name drop any but whenever i have talk talks with like a man about it it's just like they like i feel like when i I feel like I'm making progress. It's just like goes back to them saying some just off the wall stupid shit. Like, like they try to like victimize themselves, especially black men. And it's like I'm just like dog. Like, ha- like you just said, like okay, they wake up and choose violence because it's yeah. nothing like against them. But you know the you know dude that used the 15 and one body scrub with the little gooch grease stains and whatever. Yeah. Like, well, I'm black. That's no that's, longer that's, valid. That's like, you. like the only thing that's really like stopping you, and I hate to say it, like that really don't mean shit to me because when affirmative action really rolled out, it was white women and black men yeah. that benefited from the most. Like they benefited from it, like literally the most. And even when you look at like the inception of the United States in itself, even when it came down to voting, black men were yeah. able to vote before black women. And guess what? It was black women that rallied. So black women can fucking vote. It wasn't really black men. Not to say there weren't black men that were just like, yeah, fuck that shit. I don't like that. You know, y'all should be able to vote and whatever, whatever. But like, I'm just like, do y'all not hear yourself? Like when you speak, like, do you think, do you have like original thought? Like, have you ever had an original thought in your life or sat down and had a critical thought, a critical original thought? But these are the same men that are still pressed about some girl that didn't like them yeah. when they were eight years old. It's, it's, like, it's again, don't. it's truly wild because like I've been there before and I've had a lot of growth since then, but it's just like, it really is same thing. It's so much easier to just put in the work to make your, not only yourself, but the world a better place. And I feel, and I get it. Most people think that their whole individual change isn't going to impact the world at large, but it does. It really it does. does. It, it really, really does. Like, I think, like, I can sit here and say and share the very, very terrible things that men have done. And they felt no remorse, nothing. They ain't feel no way about it. They're just like, well, you should never did this to me. I'm like, okay, like, that didn't call at all. Yeah. Response, though. Like, no, I no think it's, 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 uh, accountability factor about it a lot of men don't like to talk about these things because it's a hard conversation to have and i'm gonna start say this i don't believe in cancel culture cancel culture doesn't exist and those who are afraid of it are truly it's just like the boogeyman it's like so you you're scared of something somebody told you to be scared about it's like it's just so much easier to hold yourself accountable and you know try and if you're given the space to right the wrongs you've done and again not every act is forgivable but it's just like it's so much easier than just sitting on your high horse being like i never done anything this girl was tripping this they were tripping that and it's just like have you ever looked at how your actions were the uh catalyst for their reaction men don't want to think that like Mm -hmm. when i tell you okay for example my first boyfriend 
bless his heart and I mean that in the most southern mm. sense I possibly can, can. Yeah. this man cheated on me right everyone knew that we were together because I went to a relatively small school and like when people were asking why we weren't together I was like oh he cheated on me and they're just like not him that sucks. I'm like, yeah what about you him? what about you what about you like fuck him like what what, what about it's like whoa he's such a nice guy I was like okay and if Hitler opened the door for me am I supposed to sit here and act like he ain't like wipe out practically the entire Jewish population it's crazy like um you know restorative justice is right like I was reading stuff about that how most like maybe like 90% of the cases they center the abuser rather than the, the the survivor or victim however you look at it and i just think that's truly wild because it's like this is supposed to be like a mutually beneficial uh program yet one person is benefiting from it and the other person still being silenced here's my take on it it's just like look most people do not get that kind of space because most people are just like you know lock that motherfucker up but some people have grace in them to give mm-hmm. the abuser you know the space to right the wrongs that they've done and they still choose not to do it and I, that right there throws me for a trip because it's like how you literally have a whole second chance where you have no literally no repercussions and you still choose not and you still fuck up that's the crazy part because they think they men think when you give them a chance to correct themselves they think oh yeah more space to fuck up no this is what's your yep. this was your time to like apologize this was your time and like men have literally like in my experience, men that have crossed me and treated me like shit, and I've given them the opportunity to fix themselves, because I'm not, I don't know if you can tell from my tone, you know, yeah. I'm the motherly friend, and yeah. I have like the mom tone about me, so I'm gonna give you the opportunity to fix yourself, even if it yeah. is, what did you just say? <laughs> like, that's, that's your opportunity to fix yourself, lower your voice, let's yeah. go talk, let's go talk about it, but if you see her yelling in my face, you, and then when I yell up, back at you, you up, get mad, yep. you it's, get scared. It's so it's just like, like I can't even say it's funny because I, I I've been I, like m- with exes in the past like I would just argue with them rather than them like they would be telling me in the most calm voice on earth that hey maybe this wasn't the right way about it and then I just be like sucking my teeth be like oh da 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 this da 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 and it's just like wow like I can't even just take like and, and, and let me I'm gonna just come out with the saying this nobody is absolved from critique critiques are an act of love and they really need to teach that in school mind you the american school system is only going to indoctrinate people to choose violence and capitalism at every single corner of the world i get it but we literally need to be like we're getting too old to just keep making excuses for other it's like when are you we ever going to hold ourselves accountable for our own action excuses are schools of the incompetent i'm sorry excuses like both yeah everybody got one but i want to see yeah like for me, I hope I okay. So I used to be an RTC. You can kiki about it later. But <laughs> I used to be an RTC. I did not contract into you know the United States military, whatever. I, like from yeah. moving around a lot, I needed to have a class that I could have been in. Like that was the only class to where I was actually doing shit and I was able to you know work out and I guess you could say do CrossFit for free because it costs money to play a sport at yeah. my, my high school. Given it was public, whatever. And 
in the ROTC creed, I kind of low-key took that shit a little too seriously. I'm not going to hold you, but I wasn't one of them annoying ROTC. In the creed, in the ROTC creed, it says, I will hold myself accountable mm-hmm. for my actions in deep. Those are the words in that creed that I took dead ass seriously. Like, I took them seriously. Even if it's something that I didn't like that I did. Me fucking yeah. up, they ain't got shit to do with me liking you. Yeah. I just have to hold myself accountable. And accountability ain't my best friend. It's not my plush blanket. It yeah. is something that I'm not supposed to like. It's something that I'm supposed to do. And, like, because I'm so used to holding myself accountable and I was held accountable in a way to where my feet were put on the hot coals before I can even have, have an opportunity to try to, like, you know, act myself like I'm someone's where you don't need to hover over me. Please don't hover over me. I can, I can do the shit. You don't need to remind me to do shit. So it's like for me, because I hold myself accountable. That's another thing. Niggas can't, and if niggas can't eternally hold themselves accountable, it's going to fuck them all the way up. When someone holds them accountable, they gonna think it's an attack. Like, oh, you don't know me. Who the fuck you think you talk to? It's like, okay, I'm just bringing in the shit that you did, and I'm letting you know I'm not rubbing your face, and I'm just like, hey, you hurt my feelings and you didn't care that hurt me i felt hurt when you hurt my feelings and you didn't care and if you look at me and you just sit in my face and say well you should never did this for me to hurt my, your feelings i'm like it doesn't work like that and it's like i definitely learned language shouts out to instagram and some of like you know the psychology the, the psychology pages that i follow where it's like how to mm-hmm. how to have like a perfect apology i feel blank mm-hmm. when you did blank you have your feeling right there and you have the action that they did that caused you to feel that feeling. If you say, I feel hurt when you said that comment about X, Y, Z, A, B, C, rather than, oh, you should never said that. I feel hurt when you said that. You can't sit here and invalidate my feelings if I tell mm-hmm. you that I felt hurt when you said that thing. And even if it wasn't your intention you to be hurtful, it's not up to you to get your panties in a twist and be like, well, you took it the wrong way. No, it did like, even if you said it any other yeah. way, my feelings are still gonna be hurt. And I noticed like men is not, you know, evading and gaslighting. Yeah, I, I really don't understand that. Me included. Is that well, like clear? Like I guess so. Because... My skin is clear because I just got blessed with really godly genes. I know a lot of people are probably like, fuck this dude for that, but I hear, I hear you. But unfortunately, I don't care. This good skin is, is all I got going for me. <laughs> Damn, not the only thing you got. I mean, you appreciate it. With that being said, um, I don't understand what the 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 mechanism to lie is. It's like this person already called you out. They already said this. This is how they feel. And to make matters worse, we lie about it, and that just throws everybody for a whole trip for literally no reason. You have a hundred percent control over what you do and everything like that, even if that's lying. But if you have to lie in order to try to control my reaction, I think yeah, there's something real wacky about that. Like, yeah. why is it that you don't want to see me yeah. cry after you said some hurtful shit? When I was in a relationship and I did some cook shit, like they'd be crying to me. And like, yes, I would feel bad right then and there. But it's like, I don't know what, where it was in my, my, I, I don't know what to call it. Like my cognitive processing where it was just like, hey, maybe you should really start reevaluating yourself because X, Y, Z. Like it's just it's like i could say i've looked at like my exes cry before and be like uh how am i gonna feel this way about somebody why would i tell somebody to stop if if i were in that situation i wouldn't want for somebody to tell me that like like people who think like oh i haven't cried since i was in the third grade i'm a heart thank you definitely need to see somebody yeah. if you haven't this shed is- a damn tear yeah. since the third grade and you 23 
it, it definitely is like, uh, some sort of mental wrong. thing because it's just like, well, I think it would be a sociopath. Don't quote me on that. But it's like, how do you not, not realize okay. that your actions affect others and then not even feel bad when you do wrong by that person? And you're just like, well, they shouldn't have done this to provoke me, this, this, and that. I mean, I'm not going to say right, but like you also weren't valid for doing whatever you did to cause that reaction from that person. Right. And I think, you know, I don't know what it is because I have one brother, he's 17, and like he's such a sweetheart and he's so sweet. I mean, I like to pride myself and say that I practically raised him, but like he's such a sweetheart. And it's like when I would be telling him about the shit that, like, you know, and that's happened with like, you know, boys that I've dated and everything and been in relationships with and stuff like that. But I tell you, my brother, look at me, like, I got like eight, like, 50, what? 11 heads. He'd be like, what? Yeah. People, what? People, people act like that? What? Mm-hmm. Look at me where they at. I was like, yeah. don't beat them up. Like, come on. Thanks. But don't, like, to me, like I've had people offer to like right, beat so. the guys up that have hurt me, but like because that won't that won't do anything. Like I'ma feel guilty, yeah, because that's like a human being, for real, for real. Yeah. Like I'll be like, mm, yeah. damn, but you should have thought of that though. <laughs> like I'm a very you really should have thought of that, and I think that comes into like my next question as to like for you like what have you been doing aside from like you know going to therapy and looking introspectively like what have you done as far as like combating like misogynoir and misogyny and patriarchy like I know you said you don't have a lot of male friends but how do you hold the people like the men in your life like accountable for their shitty actions even if they say something about the shitty actions or you know about the well i'm gonna get on a personal level here like my dad he kind of like broke our family apart right and i I went to go and i visited him a couple months back and i kind of was just like because you know i kind of followed in his footsteps and a lot of actions and it's just like you know i gotta break the cycle because no one's in charge of it but me so i asked him i was like you know do you ever think about any of the things that you do or how your actions may have affected your family or you or your, your your wife or you know just others around you and it was a really rude awakening when asking him these questions he was like you know yeah i did these things but what can i do and i was like you're gonna have to come on whole lot better the lack of him being there was an issue on me i at the time like i mean yes at that time like when i was doing cook shit i was responsible for it but i didn't know any better because i wasn't taught that and you know it's just Mm -hmm. i just think it's like a, a generational thing especially with black men like they truly i'm not saying all men obviously and it's crazy i even need to say that let me let me put a pin in there yeah. real quick let me just burn that shit to the ground for ash to ash first of all you saying not all men yep. is a crock of fucking bullshit you need to fucking say it why mm-hmm. because all men you know in the words of the constitution all men are created equal whatever mm-hmm. bullshit that means but all men all when i say all across all racial social mm-hmm. economics and all Benefit absolutely, and And this is a patriarchal system. And if you saying not all men, that's you giving cookies to the exceptions. Like the cookies are the the niggas that want. I'm gonna just call them cookies. The cookies, they're just like 
yay, I get to get my nice little accolade because I'm not yeah. like those sorry, y'all. Christine said no, 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 no cookies no, no. forward. This point forward, no cookies, y'all. No cookies. So no cookies. No cookies. Yeah. No cookies, no cupcakes, no pies, no That's nothing. the one takeaway I want all men who men. listen to this podcast app. There's no more baked goods get, being given out. For you being nice, for you doing basic human things. Like I don't No, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you calling me out on that. Definitely. Like mad. that needed to be like, said. Thank you. Oh no, I feel you. Thank no again. Thank you for calling me out. Like that is like that is an act of love, literally. Uh, it was just crazy to me because he was just like, "What can I do?" And I was like, "There's so much you could do. It's just just because you've done wrong doesn't mean you just give up and say, oh well, to everybody else.' It's like, yeah, like you, you, you. I mean, like, you can I still did, fix you know, things, I guess. I was like, I can't get back the time, but and and this is and this is another thing I've been having to tackle with recently is like not having my apologies accepted and not receiving apologies. And I was like, you know, I might never ever hear an apology from this man i just have to be okay with it is <laughs> a just small thing and then to piggyback off that you know i try to um whenever i do talk to some men i ask them just like where their values are like uh why they think it is the way that th they think or i recommend uh literature that talks about um gender violence and things like that to open people's minds to it because like if you is is i know it's, it's not gonna sound crazy to you because you like obviously you out here spitting yeah, you're yep, yep, you're spitting the game to these, these these little children, boys. Yeah. And they get upset when you point out the fucked up things that they do. I'm like, dog, I think you should be more upset at the niggas. Yeah, like we literally have whole there's this um I'm about to recommend this one book to all men listening. I've been reading about it on Twitter because of uh Meg the Stallion and mm -hmm. Redacted. Uh it's called mm -hmm. Black Men, Black Feminism Redacted. by Lucifer's Nocturne. Yeah, and I think the author is Jared Sexton. I was trying to find the book to read it, but it's only at the mm -hmm. Auburn Research Library in Atlanta and you can't check out books because it's a research library but i recommend we all read that book because it talks about black men and black feminist theory and how theory black, uh, feminist black feminist theory is basically based around the men like they make their theories because of men and we need to really start buckling down on what it is the issue not women anymore because they literally have decades worth of literature speaking about how men can do better but men really need to sit down and do the reading i don't know what it is this day and age where nobody wants to do the reading but it's, they're on some j cole shit. he's also they're redacted shit. they're mad because niggas be reading like they dead on they're dead on some like j cole shit because i'm like another thing like these men they're just like oh y'all are just uh, expecting us to read these thousand pages i'm like bitch these fucking books first of all oh. if you don't want to read they got audible they got audio books they even got spark notes nigga like not even reading the whole book yeah. like you can really just dead get the spark notes version if, if anything and it's like people thinking that oh it's not palatable or you know Ooh. i can't read it because like all these big words i'm sorry i feel like a lot of people in this generation oh, have never been told to go look some shit up in the motherfucking dictionary like your iphone your iphone has like you know a dictionary in it and you can highlight yeah. the words and then it defines it for you so for this to be like an excuse of like, oh, like, you know, I don't know where to find it. I know it's fuck Amazon and everything like that. You know, yeah. public libraries probably aren't open right now because of COVID. But like, you're making all these excuses. And like I said, excuses are tools of the incompetence. So for you yeah. saying say you don't have the range, excuses, say say you don't have the range pack it up and shut the fuck up. Like your, your opinion do. is like, if you it, it, like, every, I guess I'm not going to say everyone's opinions invalid, but it's like, if you don't even do the bare minimum to research the topic everyone's in discussion about, pack it up. And 
and leave. Like there's and there's nothing wrong yeah, with being a spectator. I just think it's crazy. A lot of men feel like they need to throw their hat in the ring, especially. And it's even funnier when there's men who have no prior knowledge of the okay. thoughtless, smooth <laughs> brain, kitty litter for brains ass niggas smooth that be brain. talking about this shit. I'm like, dog. At no at no given point, you couldn't just hit up the Google or even read like the the synopsis of a book. Like you couldn't even read that. And on top of that, even with YouTube, you have people explaining these theories. You have people like just condensing these things. Like honestly, I don't really like reading like 15th century. I don't like reading like earlier, early time shit. Like I don't like reading it. Like the language is just really boring. I, I definitely don't appreciate when the thoughtless, smooth brain men come in, throw their hats in the ring with comments and shit. I don't like that. And I don't like it when those same men get upset when people ask them to expand and they just get all mad and they just, oh, resort to disrespect. I'm like, if you didn't know, you could have just said that. I like, think a lot of a lot of men are scared of not like, knowing anything because like, again, patriarchy, they're supposed to be the, the knowledgeable, the powerful, you know, so what have you. If you feel like accountability is an attack, then you're not ready to address the damage and shit that you've done. And quite like, we feel like we're not disposable because again the exception and that doesn't it does not exist y'all like this, we are replaceable there's you are expendable like shit like i'm not gonna sit here and say i've been aware of this, all this time but like once you become aware you're just like wow there's just so many better ways. yeah there's so many better ways to go that shit about fucks you up. it like fucks you up in a way you're just like mm. okay so i have another uh inquiry yeah so what do you think you should do all right actually i have two okay what do you think should be done with the men or how you should react to men her hair looks so cute i'm a it's my neighbor my neighbor just now came outside and her hair looks so cute that's what's that popping okay girl uh, <laughs> what do you do with the men i don't know if you ran into these men but i have the men that oh. pump fake and, and oh, read like God. one page of like truly and honestly i'm not gonna sit here i used to pump fake too but then i was like you know let me just actually listen to what other people have to say so i don't even need to pump fake you feel me so like when i first started reading about gender violence i like i don't want to say virtue signaling because i truly was, was not trying to do that but i would be telling all my uh women friends be like oh yeah this is this like men need to do this this and that and everybody would be like have you not been listening to us about men where like, why are y'all acting like women came out like a week ago? The same way white people act like black people. Yeah, like, we, we feel like like these people just got here. And they're like, no, like, this has been going on forever. Y'all just need to listen to this. Uh, that, like, then after that, I just started shutting up. And, like, whenever people are telling me about something, I literally actively listen. I And I ask, you know, I usually ask, like, am I allowed to have an opinion? Or not an opinion, but, like, allowed to have discussion with it? Or do you want me to just listen? And that's usually how things go for me now. So, um, but for as for the men who pump fake mm -hmm. and who just continue to this day to pump fake, I really can't say anything else but that they need to get redacted because if you're truly just going to just literally have walking sources all around you and not, and I hate using this word, take advantage of those sources in terms of like listening and hearing firsthand experiences from women, then you need to get redacted. Like you're taking up space for the people who actually want to learn and make a difference like the, the like during during well yeah during the actual revolution like nobody's gonna care if you read one page if you if you don't know what you're fighting for then you're done you need to leave i just think that like men get, that pump fake i think they do it similar to like the white people or not. that like have like blm and acab in their bios not the lot of their ways to continue like to talk over black people and try to tell niggas what niggas need i'm like oh 
tell me something, Rachel. Yeah. Let, 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 me, just, let me let me know something, Rachel. Let me know, please. Like it's please. just that we're still even at this point. Like, like I, I'm not like super heavy on Malcolm X. Like every but every single one of our revolutionaries had their flaws in their own ways. But like Malcolm X literally said it himself. Like you need to watch out for white liberals, bro, because they will literally say they want to help you and then not listen to you when you tell them exactly what you need for help. It's how white people don't want to confront their whiteness. Black men don't want to confront their toxic manhood or their toxic masculinity, if you will. Like if black men were to face their misogynoir and like their sexism and uh, ableism and what have Youth. like they would benefit so much more because then they would have a whole community mm -hmm. of people to support them and you know share their stories with them but it's just like i don't know i, I mean i've been reading a lot that black men really just want to have close proximity to the power of white men because that just can make them feel better about themselves i i used to be like that but i can't anymore because it's like why would you want to give up a whole like give up on helping your whole community over some coin like that's not even gonna be worth it when when people like I'm black sorry. people really start you know like popping shit you know what i mean no in a capitalistic individualistic country that means the united states more yeah. specifically like no one's going to hand over their power like like who's really going to do that no i have some social top, capital like, but like if i like i'm literally calling people out now it is a problem that men need to take care of like i just don't understand why it is just because they're getting killed by the police and white people want to lynch them and stuff like that that they're absolved from saving the rest of their community like how do you expect to live comfortably when you don't even let somebody else live comfortably and i get it and i get it black men are indoctrinated be macho or whatever but you're co-opting these white supremacy attitudes and it's just like i get it i get it and i get it and i get it there's no like there's literally no excuse to it people are indoctrinated but it's like it literally is on you to you know wipe out what you've been indoctrinated to think is this sweet that literally just oh, you're up good. on twitter absolutely yeah. relevant to what we're talking about right now thank you ancestors mm. i see y'all doing your thing or whatever so it's by tony tone and she's hold up let me not uh yeah she says i didn't want to misgender her um she says some men hate women who empower mm -hmm. other women because an empowered woman is a woman that is harder to control and she goes on to say they don't want women knowing that their body is only for them they don't want women knowing that they deserve they don't want women hearing about what they should put what they shouldn't put up with they don't want women to be confident or know they have authority over their life when a man passionately dislikes a woman or who is known for empowering other women ask him why he dislikes her often the reasons given are fickle and insignificant because they're too ashamed to give the real reason which is that she makes women feel powerful and i don't like that and then this person a thoughtless nigga obviously says some men have childlike minds and lack of maturity it's never about control a king should celebrate the fact that his queen can think for herself and that seeks to empower other women and she then went on to say she was like while i agree that the sentiment in the last sentence we need to stop using the lack of maturity or being childish to excuse the negative behaviors some men display it's not about being childish it's a cop-out they know exactly sure. what they're doing and why i, I don't because like all the points are hit like like i listen to this one podcast and they say this it's uh two black women bobo and flex i think you'd like them they're pretty funny uh it's 
funny at your okay. big age that you can't even like men can't even conceptualize the fact that you know when are the excuses gonna end just do better like you're you're not getting paid to do the work like get over it and it. you're not gonna get paid to not do the work so it's like wouldn't you rather be paid in being a better person and just not being a menace to society but they get off on that i don't understand why but like to me i'm just like what what do you get you you wake up and choose violence every day like i'd like to know like what was it like when you woke up and chose before violence? you even knew what you wanted like, to eat for breakfast you did that. To, like get a grip on life i would uh -huh. want you to briefly describe if you can you don't have to do it briefly or whatever but like what did it feel like? i don't even know how to explain because like again i just don't even think i was really mm -hmm. thinking and that's not an excuse for my behavior but it's just like to not think about uh, not to move with any kind of intention or do things without any kind of intention is very dangerous the the same thing i was putting uh, other women through i saw my dad putting my my mom through and at that point like it should have been like uh you know you should kind of pick up that that's maybe not the way you did things because you're really just doing something you think would benefit you and not even considering mm -hmm. other people. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, well, I'm gonna say this, like I cheated a lot. And you know, I just thought what would be best for me and not even think about the long-term effects on how that would damage somebody else in any kind of way. And it's just, to be that selfish is truly to just be sick, to be honest. Like, as someone who was cheated on, mm. like this man drove from North Carolina all the way to Philadelphia to try to apologize to me. That was not no motherfucking no. apology. I, I'm gonna tell you that right now. I practically passed out from secondhand embarrassment. This man was crying, telling me he was gonna kill himself. And I'm just like, I mean, you seem to got, you you got here yeah. okay. So I think you'll you'll be okay when you try to go, when, when you go home type shit. He, when I tell you this man sent me like articles and this is nothing about the therapy that I mentioned in the, in the conversation that we had of like yeah. men using the language that they learned in therapy as means to manipulate someone like he was literally he was dead sending me articles oh i'm getting secondhand embarrassment from this i couldn't do this and i'm just like i'm just like are you shitting me i have a lot of critical thoughts i'm pretty sure you can tell that <laughs> but it's like i didn't do the bare minimum so it's like you're telling this to someone who private who has like a smooth five years of psychological knowledge not to say i'm a psychology major or a psychologist yeah like you can't you're saying this you're not gonna get around me where this shit's not gonna fly you thought telling me that you were introduced yeah. to porn at a young age was gonna make me like be like oh it's it's okay it's yeah. like no like just say you don't have any impulse control and get the fuck out the way move like literally move so like i think with him trying to use that and like trying to use that to try to manipulate me to like see like oh i know my wrongs like look i have these articles these you know scholar these peer review articles to back up my claims like it's cool you found some peer review articles but i still don't give a shit like i still don't like was that the part yeah. where you wanted me to just be like oh i understand i see and hear you like are you are you dumb and then months later he had like a pair I of my glasses i don't know if you've noticed see my instagram i have many different pairs of glasses i change my shits every month like <laughs> thank you he had one of my glasses that i was really looking for mm. and i like just talked it up he's like oh it's probably in my mom's house somewhere i don't know but he actually had them so he met up with me to you know give them to me and everything like that and i was also at a conference as well so i really didn't have time to be have no conversations yes. but first let me acknowledge this 
he knew exactly where I lived, right? Because I lived in the dorm. So to give me my glasses, and I said, I wanted nothing to do with you. Why mm. did you try to make it like a parent to physically give them to me? You really could have dead left them at the desk of where I lived and just kept the fucking moving. But it's shit like that when men try to like weaponize, you know, therapizing language to yeah. manipulate women yeah. into trying like second guess mm. their like thoughts. Another thing with men, when I like briefly, but like for someone to like really just say these things and when I share, when when mm. men ask like, oh, have you had a boyfriend? How did it, how did it end, da da da, whatever. And I tell them and they ask and I tell and they're just like, oh, you fucking yeah. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you blaming that on me? Let's start there. Like, don't blame me for the actions of someone else. Yeah, like, like, you think that I'm willingly going people. out of my way to like go be with people who are going to treat me like shit? Like, are you? You got you. You must got the kitty litter for brains. You. Let's let's start by saying this. Nobody's abusive. First off, that's kind of like thing about it. They reel people in, and then they start you know doing like who like who's gonna just look at somebody like oh yeah they're gonna abuse me. I want to be with them. Like wow, that men think like oh women want to because, be abused. Yeah. So it's just like and abusers don't. It's abuse just everyone it's really just insensitive to say those things. And, I, and you obviously know this. It's just men, myself included, to be even saying such things and not even realize like again that's the whole that's the whole we have the privilege to say things like that and not even think about how that affects somebody else one of the people i've dated with in the past like we didn't talk for a good period of time and then now that i've went and i'm doing the work that i need to and you know really actively keeping myself engaged with the work we became friends recently and like good friends like no no just complete platonic mm -hmm. friends literally given we've dated for like five years and it's working out pretty oh, well wow. with that being said you know do you think it's even possible mm -hmm. for and, and this is circumstantial, so whoever's listening, don't be like, oh, you can't generalize. Like, I know, I know, I'm not that stupid. I'm stupid, but I'm not that stupid. But you ever think it's like possible to even continue something like that if somebody were to really put in the work and not like throw the work in your face as an excuse for all their past use of behavior. And, they, and then during the time that you guys are not talking, be it however long, they actually get the help they need the work they do and aren't doing it to virtue signal but actually because they want to be a better person and they come back to you and you know try and talk to you by not throwing that they're getting better in your face would you continue the relationship or would you be skeptical of it no be as brutally honest as you want because like i again it's all circumstantial depending on the levels of uh trauma people put you through yeah i was about to say do you want like my removed opinion or like um i think so my removed opinion would be if the person has changed to a caliber and degree to where you feel comfortable to continue to you know interact with them i would say you know maybe wrong you do what you do however i would say proceed with like extreme caution especially when you have to like consider like the degree and extent of abuse because this is the philosophy that i have it's two sides of a coin you know one side of a coin says like i do believe that people can change like i really do believe that but on the same face this is true niggas just find a new way to motherfucking lie <laughs> so there's that so until you're able to safely decide like did this, this person that, and i guess that's what you said uh the extreme to caution to is to be taken because you really never know <laughs> like you really don't know especially when you got 
thoughtless people out here thinking like oh you know I can just tell them especially if they're trying to like manipulate you be like oh I could just tell them that I went to therapy because I know they were going to therapy and I can just look up you know basic therapeutic ad libs so they know that you know I actually did it just in case that they asked me but you know I don't Mm, I'm not saying that's not possible, but you know, yep, no, I hear be you. out here doing the most. Like, instead of yeah, like even with my friends, work. like I just tell them I go to therapy. I haven't even gone in depth of but, the stuff that like you and I talked about today. So like that's really just doing the work. Like I mean, like if people ask me about it, I'll tell them. But I'm not gonna be around here prancing and be like, oh yeah, I go to therapy. Uh, I'm I'm absolved from all my past issues and harm I've done. Uh, but I'm not gonna sit here and tell people that. But you know, yeah. That's good. But, but I think due to my trauma-filled life, obviously I'm going to be biased because I've experienced a lot of, like, traumatic things to where you'd be very much surprised. Like, honestly, a lot of things I've experienced, again, I'm not some yeah. I'm not a physically violent person, but a lot of things I've experienced, it would have low-key warranted violence. Like, actual violence. Yeah. <laughs> my ancestors handled that for me. Because I'm like, awesome. you know what, First of all, it's very exhausting for me to be angry. Like, it's very, very exhausting. In, in lieu of your question, in reference to your question, I do, for me, like, if one of my exes came back, oh, better example, one of them actually, quote-unquote, apologized. I'm using a lot of air quotes here. Like, I don't know if you feel it. Yeah, I don't know if you feel the energy through the computer, but I'm using real strong air quotes. Apologize. And... I was just so fucking mad because it wasn't even mm. like an apology. It was more like a, a ego shine. So it's like because I've been used to shine people's egos and, you know, uplift their personalities, you know, help them yeah. find and discover things about themselves and help them have critical thoughts for once in their lives. I'm used to being yeah. used. This, this is yeah. one of the reasons why I, I don't like to work. Because I'm usually the nigga that's going to do all the work type shit. So it's like, because that's the case, pers- if I were in your position, I wouldn't simply based off my personal experiences. Yeah. But if I do welcome them back in, a 10 foot pole distance, like, you know, a nice little Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday relationship. But I'm not going to be oh. overjoyous, spilling my guts, telling you about my date, telling me about my mm-hmm. life and whatever. Because the longest relationship I've ever been in was a year and a month. That's like essentially nothing compared to the five years that you spent your life with and everything like that and again i don't know the dynamics of a relationship like you said it's completely circumstantial however i would say for the sake of not only like yourself and also that other person proceed with caution so essentially my detached and attached mm-hmm. you know responses they're the same but they're you know they're parallel not perpendicular and use like use your motherfucking words you grown like talk to them be like hey, oh look, this like, is the other way around yeah that's more bias coming out because i've been cheating on and out yeah i even had to tell her I'm one time like, i was like you know like shit. truthfully and yeah. honestly like all of that stuff i did had nothing to do with you it was just me literally just being selfish and i'm not gonna sit here and be like well like it was an easy thing to say but it just felt freeing to just honestly just be honest for once you know what i mean not make an excuse at all but and it takes a lot of strength to like want to like you know really confront like your abuse like it's fucking terrifying but like i may be five five but i stand like yeah. i'm like 10 feet five inches type shit like you're not going to do shit to me like a lot of people not just a lot of people couldn't even face you i get i hope like what i'm saying like you know empowers someone to like confront their abuser because that takes a lot because again like we said like when it comes to instances of like abuse and everything like that like the victim is never centered like how i mm. mentioned when i told people that he cheated on me and they're just like mm. oh not him i'm just like fuck him 
what about me? I'm mm. supposed to be my fucking friend. Like, fuck him. He know exactly what the fuck he did. Even if he did apologize, I don't give a shit. Like, is that the part where you wanted me to like accept him for his flaws? I don't believe cheating is an up and down in a relationship. And again, like, I'm obviously, yeah. you know, coming from like a place of bias because I've been cheated on by someone who claimed that they mm. love me. And don't I center the um so victim or survivor. I, it's just kind of like the whole unconditional love uh in quotations it's like love is conditional and people need to start realizing that and then what's crazy i i like now that i really think about sitting here talking to you for this song i'm sitting here thinking like maybe because i was like oh you must be fine then you yeah they didn't realize, realize the severity like, of the situation i guess yeah. the root word in activism is fucking act y'all niggas don't care enough to act and it's not even on like some activism shit like it's even like going to therapy and shit like like y'all really don't care enough to act and it's like even if you're trying to like introduce yourself to therapy like there's so many like you have the therapy for black girls podcast like even if you're not a woman or a girl or whatever like even just listening to it can have you think like all right you know i'm gonna i may want to check out some, yeah. little, some little something something here and there like i may want to you know see what this shit's about my therapist Don't first day of winter i aired all my shit out because i was like i told her i was like i'm not here to virtue signal i'm not here to get patted on the back for being here i'm here to do the work so I told everything I needed to know. And that's how you actually use therapy to the best of your advantage. And I was like, you know, and it sucks. Like you said earlier, like some people use you for the betterment of themselves. It sucks and it's shitty that it's like that. But I was like, I'm not going to let that go in vain if that's going to be the case for me, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, you know, like being honest in therapy is definitely the most productive way to get what you need out of it. Like you can't lie to your therapist. Don't fake flex like you're doing good. Don't do this. Don't do that. They're there. Okay, you can still be toxic with a little flowers in your hand, your beard, bitch. Like don't do that. Yeah, don't forget the dangly earring. Like, oh. But like, yeah, I was just, just be honest with it like that is the one place you can be honest with yourself truly with no repercussions because at all at all like that's not your cousin that's not your friend that's not your sister that's not your mother that's not your brother that's not your daddy so you can't even get ego and your therapist is not your fucking friend either you can talk to your therapist like because i be talking to my therapist like she's my fucking best friend like i'm like listen i don't like what you just said but what you said was true like i said that to my therapist yeah. I only let no like it because it low-key hurt my ego, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> and then she was like, Christine, I appreciate that you're able to realize that what I said hurt your ego and not like that, that's the part like, it didn't hurt you. That is the like, part people don't ego. talk about is when you're when you're hundred percent being yourself and showing up for yourself, you get so much more out of it. Like truly and honestly, when you go in there with full transparency, you get what you need out of it. I forgot who I was talking to, but I was saying about therapy, you get what you put in. Truly. So if you sit here lying and shit like that, like you're not going to get the help that you need. Like they're not the fucking cop. Like promise you, bro. Like literally, literally. <laughs> yeah, y'all niggas need to not lie to your fucking therapist. Like they're they're literally here to help you. And for the non-black people, the well, I don't I don't have people Different of color struggle. in my lexicon anymore. I don't call them people of color because fuck that. I don't believe in solidarity. I don't believe in none of that shit. I call them white adjacent yep, I mean, because they literally weaponize their adjacency to whiteness toward black people. And they will be able to benefit from a white supremacist system yeah. better than any black person, any high yellow light bright could ever. So to me, the whites and the white adjacents that do listen to this, stop taking a fucking black therapist. Get you a fucking white adjacent or a white therapist. You don't need the oh, black woman as your fucking not therapist. the caricatures. Then it comes to the oh, question no. of y'all mammifying 
these black women <laughs> not not the caricature because i can go on so it's like it's this idea of like oh like let me just you know a black woman will do this yeah. that and whatever for me like we're they're just gonna save the world i'm sorry why do you expect black women to save the world when the world's not even awarded to black women to live in That's these the are the kinds of conversations we need to be Sorry. having now because we're at our big age we can no longer be talking about who's sleeping with who although that is still a fun topic we need to have more constructive conversation i don't exist to be a healing center for broken and confused men for black men who've been rejected yep. by the white the, the whites and the white adjacents now you're coming to a black woman to fucking save you like it's just so many fucking things like mm. It is beyond, but I think these conversations are very much important and like feeling some type of way about them, especially if you're not doing the fucked up thing. That's the shit that be blowing me. Like you moving like you guilty, like you dead moving like you guilty. So I would like to know, like, are you guilty of something? Cause you, you moving a little squirrely for me, like, and I don't like that. So um, just advice for men, you know, when you have women in your life, you really need to just listen like that is you're literally getting free labor from them and being free let me emphasis on free that they're telling free. you about their lived experiences and for you to sit there and argue your opinion free. on their lived experiences is extremely disrespectful years you can have constructive conversations but defending your position as a man to these people's lived experience is just a no-no with that being said men the issues that these women tell us about their lived experiences is an issue for us to deal with like can't stress that enough like you need to have, be calling your homeboys out you need to be holding them accountable and another thing accountability doesn't hurt y'all not gonna get canceled it, it's life there's seven billion people in the world you're not gonna get canceled like just throw that out the window you held accountable it's so easy and it's fun because you get to grow and be better like this is one of the reasons why like in my description it is a radical place for black people and even in the google drive like the google form that i have like i i say if you have any questions mm -hmm. comments or concerns please address them yep. but if you feel personally attacked about some bullshit write it down think about it and recycle it because if i said something that struck a chord and you're that vexed to message me on my instagram talking about that. the side of your Christine, neck she I'm does sorry, not, not have the spoons no spoons like Mm, I be thinking a lot. This is the shit that I be thinking about. And it's one of the reasons why I got a podcast. And I'm yeah. like, bro, like, I'm not to say, like, I don't think people will be, like, skipping through, like, my Instagram stories and yeah. stuff like that. But, like, I do feel like people be skipping through it because they want to see, like, the other shit that I post and whatever, whatever. But I do know that there are people that do listen to the things that I say because there are conversations like this that happen because, like, they've actually listened to, like, what I said and, like, you know, everything like that. But, you know, you can <laughs> let us know where we can find you. You, Appreciate you know, it. Uh, you, you can find me on Zachary.Francois, F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S, on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You probably don't want to follow me on Twitter because it's just a, a mess, a very big, hot mess. But, uh, and yeah, you can just find me on Instagram. I don't buy it. You can hit me up, talk to me, even to talk about things, you know, like what Christine and I were talking about. Like, literally, these are the kinds of conversations we need to be having. And they need to, I'm not going to say normalize because that word is no longer in my vocabulary. But we need to start, you know, having more open conversations about how men and women interact with each other, like in a constructive way. Like, again, there's so much literature out there to read to connect the dots. It's just video. Yeah. And then there's videos that deconstruct the literature 
there's audio books to where for the audio the audio learners and there's also free pdfs because the literature that we talk about that shit came out like practically like decades ago like practically about to be a centennial a lot of these fucking works so you can find that free 99 type shit yeah i think this was a very very productive conversation i'm very happy about the things that we talked about and i'm actually really happy that i was able to talk to you about them and because i think like i honestly always see you like underneath like my stories and stuff like that you always comment like i do appreciate you like commenting under like every single time like i post an episode so this is me giving you not like a bouquet of flowers because you're a man and you know you're not i really but, you know, you're giving, giving me the like, space you, you know talk about these like, three, because three, you know like, nice it's, it's, it's just what needs to be done you know and you know i i appreciate you opening up to me uh with your experiences and things like that like it's not easy to do so especially on a, a public pa- platform such as this so you know again i appreciate you opening up to me for those things and you know just letting me get a glimpse inside your world and you know how you uh move i think it's one thing that you should probably walk away and anyone listening to this could walk away is that i particularly talk about the things that have happened to me probably like not like in grotesque details i mean if you want the details bitch i could talk so we can we can yeah. sit and chop it up but like i i talk about these things because i know i'm not the only person this shit has happened to and in the words of zora neale Hurston, i'm confident she said these things i, I feel like it was her don't quote me on that I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up when i like go back and transcribe but she said you don't think about your suffering those who cause your suffering can say that you enjoyed it but yeah i definitely had a lot of fun and you're definitely <laughs> welcome back on here i mean it's Seneca it. village it's called a, it's called Seneca village not christine's corner well. so <laughs> So yeah, you go ahead, be easy. Yeah. Go make sure you eat something. Because you know, that's, that's the common trope and motif. All for right, sure. you sure be easy, easy, you know, take- Hope y'all ate today. This is gonna be my little promotion, actually. The Lotus Label, which is a hoodie brand. It's really cool, they have hoodies. I'm gonna include like pictures of me in the hoodie. They come in really cool colors. My only thing is when I had my braids, I guess cause I got like a melon head or whatever, like my head could not fit through the motherfucking hole. That's what she said. And after I took my braids out, like now I can like wear the hoodie regularly. I got a small cause I only order my hoodies in smalls. But the Lotus brand is really cool. They're silk line hoodies. Like they, the hood is silk line for us Negroes. So I think that's cool. And it's a black owned business. I think it's all sold out. I don't know. Um, the hoodie itself is not like thick or anything like it's a it's what me and my brother would call like a florida hoodie like something shit like <laughs> you gotta wear like another jacket with it if you're trying to like wear it when it's cold because it's not a thick hoodie at all i feel like i should clarify something so in this episode i mentioned um i didn't consider wanting to marry a woman because i didn't have any kind of sexual experiences i do want to point out that i'm was never one of them people that thought of marriage in the first place so the idea of marrying anybody was more of a huh come on did you say what like i just was not interested in the idea of marriage like it's cute it's real cute but marriage in itself is an institution so broke men could have women we can get into that another time i wish to be me i wish to live in my fucking house i wish to enjoy living alone by my fucking lonesome type shit and yeah i just felt the need to clarify because there was hella technical difficulties which in the episode 
I like expanded a little bit, but the audio did not pick that shit up at all, which was super, super frustrating. But yeah, I hope you guys are easy. I hope you guys be easy. I am going to do my damnedest to make sure there are episodes out for this month of November because I have a whole bunch of stuff and now I'm just like going back and editing all of my stuff that I have. I just want to make sure I do not let imposter syndrome get me in a fucking chokehold because... Beyonce be checking on me from time again, from once in a while, <laughs> whatever. Like I said, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you ate something on top of drinking some water and really just taking care of yourself. Thank y'all so much. I am currently checking this on November 2nd at 11.49. And the last time I checked, I had 333 listens, which is super, super awesome. And at this given moment, I still have 333 listens, total plays across all six of the episodes that I have out. And I think that's super wonderful. So thank you guys so much for listening and sharing. You laughed more than three times in this episode um go ahead share it with three people the amount of times you laugh share it with that many people even if they don't text you back i'll let you know if they listened if you tell me where they live because <laughs> i can see the little map shit but yeah thank y'all so much you guys are so amazing bye Take it easy. Seriously.